0: Welcome to Minnisconsin. Welcome to Wisconsin. Whatever you call it, Minnesota and Wisconsin are neighbors in a unique corner of the upper Midwest. It's a place of winding rivers, deep blue lakes, endless trails. And don't forget the cheese. I'm Mark Niklosky, a lifelong Minnesota journalist from Duluth who's traveled the world and knows my home state is more than snow, cold, and losing football teams. I'm Keith Ulig. I live in Wausau, right in the center of the state, and I write for the newspaper here. Join us as we explore all the beauty, culture, and adventure in the great states of Wisconsin and Minnesota. If you live here, we'll take you beyond the farm fields and Twin Cities nightlife. If you're visiting, we'll show you all the places that make our state special. Join us on our adventures in Wisconsin. You mean Minnesconsin? No, Wisconsin. Minnesconsin. Wisconsin. 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 Well, should we uh, get to the snow shoveling a uh, bit here? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm just going to fire up the garage door here and okay. grab a shovel. Well, like I said, Keith, I left a little bit of a patch of snow here in the backyard, in the back driveway. Right. And, uh... You know, I'd say we got about four inches, uh, five inches maybe last night, this morning.
1: I think that's what we got too. What, what, what kind of consistency did you get?
0: Oh, well, I was out this morning doing, uh, you know, a, a shovel on the main driveway and uh, the neighbor Carrie, uh, was out doing the alley, a little bit of the alley behind their garage and she said that it was a good snow to shovel. It was a light, fluffy kind of snow
1: light, fluffy, pretty. Uh, that's what it is here, too. It was pretty cold last night. We had, it was just kind of a drier uh, light, you know. Very fun to shovel.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is here, I would say. It's not uh, nothing uh, too huge or anything. And, you know, I guess if you got to have snow, this is the kind you want.
1: Right. Oh, you got to have snow, Mark.
0: Yeah. I bet it would be good to ski in and you know, to do just about anything. I was out for a bike ride and actually yesterday when it was snowing. Really? Yeah, when the snow was coming down. I actually I left and then the snow started.
1: Wow. Was, How far did
0: you go? Oh, I probably I was out for about almost two hours. Two
1: hours? Yeah the going in the snow. Was it snowing the whole time?
0: Uh yeah, it was it was a light snow. And wow. uh I would say um uh, you know, I would say that the, oh, uh, well, we got a guy going by here in a pickup truck. Yeah, so uh, going down the alley. Uh, I don't know if that's going to affect the recording or not, but yeah. good, good sound effects, I guess.
1: I didn't hear it.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah, you know, the snow was okay to ride in, actually, and because um, it was that light, fluffy kind of snow. Right um yeah no Pleasant. problems yeah no problems at all the only thing well you know it was it was a little windy but not too bad um but yeah we're getting uh getting the job done here now yeah so you uh you did some shoveling with what uh this morning was it you got yours done i did i
1: used uh, I we got about the same amount of snow the same consistency yeah. i spent uh most of the Well, most of my pre-workout work uh, time shoveling snow. Doing the driveway? Yep. I used the snowblower, Mark, just to get the ends, because I wanted to do some neighbor's ends, too. So I used the snowblower for that.
0: So you went out and did a few of the neighbor's guys' uh, yards? A couple
1: of them, right. One of my neighbors had some back surgery, so I'm trying to... To their sidewalks and uh, their ends of their driveway. The
0: end of the driveway, you mean like the, the plow berm?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's good. That's nice. Yeah, The uh, we had a little plow berm berm here too, but not too bad. Yeah. Uh, that's always annoying.
1: It uh, is. <laughs> I don't know. You know, there's one of the biggest complaints around here. People are just upset. When the plows go by and leave snow you at the end of their driveway, but I'm not sure there's any uh, alternative to that, and that's just part of the life in Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, what are you going to do with it? I mean, you got to yeah. got to plow the roads. Yeah, you got to get the roads plowed. That's for sure. The uh, I'm now I'm using. I think the other yeah. we we tried this before the uh, yeah outdoor. Uh, Outdoor chat, and I uh, use this the this straight edge, the uh, uh, the this, this straight basic uh, shovel. Tonight I'm using a little different one. I'm using the one with the crook, the crook in the middle. You know, oh, so you don't have to... I really like those. Yeah, you don't have or to bend. It. Yeah, you don't have to bend down too far.
1: Yes, I I'm a big fan of the crooked shovel. I had one, but uh, uh, let's see what happened to it. I think the uh, the scooper, the scooper broke on it, mm-hmm. and I what I bought a new shovel, and I think what I'm going to do is take the scooper off the new shovel, which has a straight uh, shaft, and put it on the bent shaft
0: one. Yeah, there you go, the bent shaft. It. That's it. Yeah. A- that's exactly what I'm doing here right now. And, and yeah, the, the blade on this uh, shovel, it's a metal, it's a metal blade. And, uh. Ooh.
1: yeah, that sounds solid.
0: Yeah, well, it's also kind of an old, cheap thrift store find, and, uh, it's getting old. It's seen many a winter here in Minnesconsin. Yeah. And, uh, I know Jen doesn't like this one, so she always takes the, the straight, basic one. Yeah. Um, for these kind of snows. And we have one other, uh, uh shovel source and that would be a uh one of the it's kind of a scooper shovel you know like yep. a big it's just a scoop uh, Oh, okay in our, our we we could use another one in our arsenal too just the the push shovel you know the yep. uh, the one that you can just push yeah uh, so i may mean, i'll keep my eyes open for one of those and uh and get that it helps with the driveway here but uh we've survived so far with what, with three three uh, shovels in our arsenal,
1: I think three three is the minimum that you need.
0: Yeah, and you of course have the snowblower. Yes. Yeah, when did you acquire that?
1: I think uh, we got that like three years ago. Uh, I got it as a Christmas present, and it has been invaluable. To me, if there's any machine that you should own, you should own a snowblower.
0: If you live in Minnesota, Wisconsin.
1: if you live right, I yeah. mean, yeah, you wouldn't really need a snow. I would not recommend you buy a snowblower if you're safe. Live in San Francisco,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. you don't need that. <laughs>
1: although, although, who knows? You know, you could you could use it as a conversation piece or whatever.
0: They might use it as a decoration, yeah, in their living room yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah,
1: you could, well, gosh, you could try other things other than snow. You could try leaves, I would imagine. Maybe that would work.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. That would, yeah, dice them all up, maybe, and they could use it for uh, yeah. fertilizer or something. yeah. For their organic gardens.
1: The snowblower is my favorite machine, Mark. Just, there is something about watching snow uh, get thrown in that arch. Yeah. That is just so satisfying. But I, I uh, try not. I I'm judicious in the use of it because I think uh, like shoveling snow is a really good workout. You know, it's sort of like uh, shovel aerobics or or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, and there, there's something uh, satisfying about doing it yourself instead of using fossil fuel.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of like with me with lawnmowers. I don't like gas-powered lawnmowers. I'd rather use the push mower.
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've gone I've gone uh, pretty modern and electric on mine.
0: Ah, right. Ah, it's fun to think about uh, sh- about lawnmowers right around now.
1: Yes. <laughs> so Mark, uh, I, I think I described this before you start uh, before you start recording, but I'm just looking down at Memorial Park, which is down the bluff. I'm out walking my dog Henry here. Yeah. And there are uh, folks who have cleared off by hand. Uh, Completely ad hoc No government involvement or whatever Uh, A a skating rink On a little uh, Area of ice Down by the park It's like a little lagoon And uh,
0: man it's like Courier and
1: Ives down there
0: Yeah and this is is like We're like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night So it's dark here in, in Wisconsin
1: Yes it is it's what? What does it say? It's the thirtieth that we're recording this, December thirtieth. Yeah. So kids are on break and and they they uh, folks in my neighborhood uh, cleared this little rake out uh, using shovels by hand.
0: Man, that's sounds...
1: really. I don't know. It's really cool.
0: They have some hot so chocolate. So my plan
1: is now that we've got some snow, the wild ice skating, you know, out on the rivers and the lakes is pretty much done. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out my skis this weekend, Mark, and uh, I think I'm gonna try and ski along the river
0: here. Oh gosh, yeah. Wild skiing. Yes. Wild river skiing. Yes. That could be a new thing. The uh, Yes, because it's nice and flat. And right. You've probably got There's virgin a bit snow of
1: snow with ice underneath, it should be pretty decent for skiing. Yeah, I've noticed also on my walk. I, I told you this before we started walking too. Is somebody has been skiing in our neighborhood, cross country skiing? I see the tracks.
0: Uh, you mean like in in the alley or in a park or what?
1: Right. Well, so we live in the neighborhood that's along the Wisconsin River, and there's a trail, a paved trail along the river oh. that is really popular in our neighborhood. Yeah. And this person is skiing alongside the trail.
0: Cool. And just cutting one their the own things, cutting their own path. The
1: things, I'm sorry, what was that they're
0: right? just making their own trail. Right. That's great. One of
1: the neat things about this pathway is when we first moved here they didn't trouble it at all. You had to walk out in the street. Yeah. But now they've been now they started clearing it and I really like that.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, that's that was nice about my bike ride. There was a, a path along the uh, parkway that was cleared by a uh, some kind of sidewalk plow. So that, oh,
1: really? That yeah. is nice.
0: Yeah, that made it a little easier. And uh, um, yeah, definitely. I'm glad they do that. And I wasn't the only one who had biked either. There were some other other bike trails there, but not many.
1: Well, this is in Minneapolis, correct?
0: Uh, Saint, Saint Paul. Paul, yeah.
1: Well, that's well, that's the biking capital of the country, that's the right. winter biking capital of the country.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. So they they know how to you know how to get things set up here for people to do. to ride, and it's good that uh, you know they're doing that in Wausau, too. Yeah. Especially with the cross country skiing and boy, that'll be great.
1: Well, mm-hmm. they're not shoveling. The skiing, you have to get off the plowed area.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's bad for skiing. Yeah. But most people don't like to cross-country ski in the middle of the city anyway. No. Um, but it sounds yeah. like somebody jumped on it quick and uh, is on the the trail before the plow.
1: Well, they were alongside the trail.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Cool. Oh, winter has all kinds of uh, great stuff going. I'm, you know, I get tired of it after two or three months, but uh, yeah. Right now, it's great.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about uh, cross-country skiing. The skating has been fantastic. I don't know. You know, I guess if you, I guess if you, you gotta kind of reframe your your whole way of thinking. You know. Yeah. You just figure
0: out switch into that winter mode.
1: Yeah, and you figure out. Oh well, it's not going to be like even driving a car. It's, it's winter driving. It's a lot <laughs> different than summer driving. You know, or going for a walk is a yeah. whole different experience.
0: That sounds like another Minnesotan Soda show, Keith. A drive during <laughs> a blizzard.
1: Yes. Well, I, I, that's that's a short one.
0: Don't. Uh, oh no, we we live on the edge here in Minnesota and Wisconsin <laughs> podcast. We want to take our listeners right into the heart of winter, and that would be something, man. We'll we'll do that next time. There's a big uh, blower here. I'll hop in the four wheeler and uh, drive down University Avenue and describe the mess.
1: You know what would be fun sometime, Mark throw some shovels in the back of your truck and then we just drive around and look for people who need help
0: yeah yeah there you go
1: we just go around and help people shovel stuff
0: yeah we could wear capes and masks <laughs> and cod pieces
1: uh, that sounds like a different type of show than I have in mind I was I was thinking Carhartts
0: Car, Carhartts right well, you could make a cape out of, like, a a, a plastic bag. <laughs> like the blue plastic tarp. <laughs> you could do that, at least. Yeah. And then then you could even use the tarp, maybe, to move snow. I've yeah. seen that done. Yeah. Yeah, and help people push their car out of the ditch. Yeah. Yeah, well, that'll be a future so- show, uh, folks. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, Keith, I think uh, I think we're we can wrap it up here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got, I'm going to step into the uh, the uh, essay booth and uh, yeah. and uh, go with a little essay here. So uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll say goodbye and uh, all right. And uh, yeah, um, I'll turn it over to you.
1: All right, so Mark, uh, here's Mark with a little piece of Whiskazota Zen.
0: Thanks, Keith. This is called Bonfire Boot Burn. Parties have been rare and exceedingly unusual during this season of COVID 19, so when Jen and I received an invitation to a backyard bonfire party on a cold winter weekend recently, how could we say no? The hosts had just moved into a classy mid century modern duplex in a neighborhood just west of Cedar Lake in Minneapolis. There would be pizza, a fire pit, cold beer, and a Soul Asylum concert streaming on a big-screen TV. The setup took some effort. The TV was hanging from a wall outside the kitchen. Two remote speakers were connected and blasting out the hits like Runaway Train and Misery, appropriate songs for a party in temperatures well below freezing. Was this a typical Minnesotan backyard party? No. There were no packer hats or snowmobile suits, no dog crap or gunfire. The backyard was tiny and the wood pile even smaller, just a sixth of a cord. I didn't know they sold them that small, but apparently if the wood guy labels your backyard difficult to access, he cuts the delivery amount to the size of a refrigerator and still charges you full cord price. It's a racket in the city. One thing this party had that every Minnesotan backyard party has was snow. Standing on snow for prolonged periods of time turns your toes to ice cubes. Someone suggested I stand on a pizza box to soften the blow. Here's a pro tip. That doesn't work. Heat is the only way to thaw frozen toes. Fortunately, with a bonfire, there's plenty of heat. The tricky part is getting that heat to the feet. The host had just purchased a fancy new solo stove bonfire pit. The thing looks like a huge squat stainless steel coffee thermos. A special airflow design creates a cauldron of flame inside the cylinder and channels the heat and smoke straight up. I sat down next to the thing and propped my boots next to it. No relief. The high-tech fire pit designed acted more like a jet engine blasting spent fuel towards the cold black sky instead of radiating heat out around it. People crowded around to warm up. Not a good feature when there's a virus going around. Still, I sat there with my frozen boots dangling near the solo stove. The orange glow inside at least warmed my heart. Back home the next day and getting ready to go outside... I looked down and noticed a small worm-like creature crawling across the tip of my right boot. Except it wasn't a worm. It was a boot melt. Apparently, the side of the solo stove was hot enough to melt the soles of my red wings. The very tip of my right boot was now a gooey mess. It didn't seem fair. If bonfires melt your boots, they should at least warm your toes, right?
1: And listening to the Minnisconsin Wiskasota Podcast with your hosts Mark Niklowski and Keith Ulig. Got a question for Mark or Keith? You can email them at mnwipodcast at gmail.com. That's mnwipodcast at gmail.com. Or you can share your thoughts on the Minnisconsin-Wiscasota Facebook page.